Hey, everybody. Uh, on this episode of the podcast, we're going to continue in our series on secret societies, our S3, we call it. And uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute with the Rosicrucians. But before we do that, Rosie, we have a wonderful baby update. Baby update. All right. So it's 14 weeks. We are 14 weeks pregnant. Um, the baby is the size of a peach. Yes. Um, Little sweet peach. Yeah. So it says, uh, yeah, it's about 3.4 inches. Nice. Weighs 1.5 ounces. It has almost doubled in weight since last week, and it keeps growing at super speed. <laughs> yeah. So uh, it's the beginning of the second some, uh, trimester. Yeah. Um, and uh, the baby, uh it still looks like a baby. Uh, it's starting to wiggle its toes. Nice. And it said it might even be sucking its thumb. Nice. And uh, it has like this peach fuzz all over it to keep it warm. Yeah. And it says also the kidneys are producing urine and the liver and spleen are working. So. Wow. This is 14 weeks. Yeah. Um, Democrats, liberals still think you should be able to kill this. Gosh. Um, and that's the whole point of why we're doing this because we're showing you that it's alive. It's still alive, functioning. It's and been moving. alive. It's been alive for fourteen weeks. That's right. It's much more than a clump of cells. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it says in a couple of weeks we'll find out if it's a boy or a girl. All right, but uh, we don't know yet. So. Might even be having twins. Might even be having twins. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. Well, All right. thanks for that baby update, brother. There you go, man. Well, we're going to get into the Rosicrucians, so uh, sit back, grab a coffee, and enjoy. You're listening to the All Out War Podcast. What's up, warriors? Welcome to another episode of All Out War. I am Turner, and I'm in the studio with Rosie. What's up, Rosie? Hey, what's up, dude? <laughs> Wonder if people just get tired of that same intro. I get tired of it. Yeah, we've been doing that same <laughs> war music for about a year now. Yeah, I think it's time to update it, don't you? Yeah, one of these days. One of these days, <laughs> we're just gonna surprise everybody with a brand new intro update. Yeah. It'll be fun. Should be fun. It'll be cool. Yeah, I would. You would like it? I like it. <laughs> <laughs> Although I've heard a lot of people tell me how much they enjoy our intro. Yeah. Well. That's good. So, yeah. But so, those people are stupid. <laughs> That's a boring <laughs> intro. <laughs> Just kidding. It puts people in a fighting mood. Yeah. And we are warriors. You are warriors listening to this thing. All out warriors. Oh, I'm cringing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. So, uh, do you have a did you know? Or Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> what do you know? Uh, hey, uh, did you know that there was uh, 10,000 people that were killed by a fart? <laughs> no <laughs> I'm serious Okay So uh, A single fart? Yeah, single fart oh, <laughs> uh, Yeah, so I was reading a story on farting And uh, Of course Here it says According to Greek historian Herodotus 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 Heroditis. Heroditis. There you go. Yeah. Sure. Okay. He uh, says, according to Greek, that the Greek guy, uh, a <laughs> fart set off a chain of events that led to a revolt against King Apries of Egypt. 
<laughs> the repercussions were even worse in first century Jerusalem. The Oh, the historian jo- Josephus oh, yeah. <laughs> tells us that an irreverent Roman soldier lowered his pants, <laughs> bent over, and, quote, <laughs> spoke such words as you might expect upon such a posture. <laughs> The incident took place shortly before the Passover and caused a riot that led to the death of 10,000 people. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So an irreverent Roman soldier farted at a a bunch of Jewish people (laughs) for the Passover. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. And you think about the Passover, what it means. Yeah. You know, the, the, the spirit of, you know, the, the death angel passing over. If you have... It was the spirit. <laughs> spirit passing. <laughs> passing through people, <laughs> causing rage. I love how... Uh... Dude, Heroditus, Herodias and uh, and Josephus. I'll have to check out. I have Josephus' journal. I should read it and see, find that. Yeah, I love how... I mean, I love... The way that he describes so poetically a fart. <laughs> Josephus? Yeah, so he lowered his pants, bent over, and spoke such words as you might, might expect upon such a posture. That's awesome. That's a fart. Yeah. He's saying he farted. Basically, bent, bent, drop trial, bent over, and just rocked it. Yeah, fart, man. <laughs> yeah. 10,000 people died because of a riot. It's almost, you know, like... Uh... Yes! I've been smoking the green, the ganja <laughs> herb. Smoke the green ganja herb. The Lord put it in the earth. We're not even trying anymore. <laughs> we, we don't. Smoking that sticky, sticky green stuff. <laughs> <laughs> That's my favorite one. Yeah. <coughs> oh, and now I'm coughing. <coughs> Excuse me. You weren't expecting oh, that. I was not expecting that, man. Oh, hey, I got some pretty cool news, some good news. based. Yeah. Uh, so if you've been listening to our podcast for any amount of time, you've been following the fact that we've been you know actively suppressed and you know weird stuff we've talked about before so i don't need to go over a bunch we're just experienced we had guests high profile guests and and the results were like literally we lost listeners (laughs) and it wasn't because of the guests necessarily well it was because we had high profile guests right but our audience are in line with that like yeah they're not like foreign to our audience so yeah yeah but um, so what we experienced was all these, you know, loss of subscriptions and people that our numbers went way down, like mm. to a third of what or normal two thirds were gone. Yeah. But now we're been tracking and um, we're back about 60 percent of what we used to have. <laughs> we went down two thirds. Now we're back to about 60 percent of what we had. So we're we're up a little bit and um, and. We had some listeners from Israel, mm-hmm. three from Israel, which was really cool in the last 30 days. Yeah. India, Kenya, Poland, Serbia. Poland. Yeah. Based Poland. Based Poland. I'm Polish, so. Yeah. Uh, Iran had three. Yeah. Then, I love this, Spain had 24 downloads, mm-hmm. and the UK, our, our favorite ally, 54, 52 downloads in the UK. And uh, we also had Germany and the Netherlands in there as well. In Canada. In Canada, they yeah we had like a few in Canada and Mexico. We did have uh, one in Mexico, but it was it was over thirty days ago. I remember that. So, you know, we're still getting like people f- are finding us somehow. Um, 
I don't know how, but they are. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that's encouraging. You know, we're just, it'd be really cool to get back to the numbers we were at. <laughs> you know, it, it's it's an encouraging thing when you put effort into creating a show and doing all the, you know, research and reading and preparation. And then to just see those dismal numbers and you get frustrated. And it's not because we like we suck because we do suck we knew that from the beginning we sucked we yeah. are we've always said that so we're not <laughs> well that's what i've always said that i can't believe that anybody listens to this yeah so i've always been of the fact that if anybody listens to it i'm blown away yeah i feel the same way like my mom listens to this my mom does too and i expected that you know what i mean <laughs> i didn't think my mom would. <laughs> well she doesn't say anything critical she likes you Oh. She like in fact when we did an Instagram poll one time, she picked you over me. So that was kinda sad for me. Well. But I understand it. Yeah. I'd pick you too. Thanks, man. But, I pi- I picked me too. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So we're gonna get into our episode. Yeah. We're gonna um continue in our S three, our secret societies uh, series. Series. Yeah. And so when uh, if you haven't been up to speed with that we started off with an intro talking about secret societies and we talked about this group called the assassins oh wait before that yes sir. i was gonna say you're hearing this late because we missed last sunday yeah i was maybe we should have approached that i <laughs> got tickets last minute to go see blink 182 dude so that's why i wasn't here and we couldn't record until now and i gotta admit it was nice to have a week off it was it was kind of refreshing to just not have to worry about the dog barking and yeah just chilling i think i fell asleep on the couch that's good yeah yeah it was an incredible show was it yeah little wayne played little (laughs) little Wayne. okay i was gonna say this cool all right so i didn't go to there's two there was two in the same area of us Two what? Concerts. Oh, two shows? Yeah, there's two shows. About a week and a half apart. My sister went to one and... Same Blink... No, yeah, yeah, same tour. She went to the one that Lil Wayne came out. Yeah. So it's Blink-22 and Lil Wayne, which is just weird. Yeah. Um, That's a strange they, billing. Yeah. And they had this other band, Neck Deep, which I really, really like. I've been a fan of them for a while. But anyway, so Lil Wayne, Neck Deep played the, the, uh, the show my sister went to. And then Lil Wayne came out. And they hadn't sold the, the show out. The concert venue wasn't sold out. Mm. So they let all the people from like the poor seats like, come <laughs> down, come the... down and fill it up like underneath the get out of the, the sun and everything. Yeah. And Lil Wayne stopped like 20 minutes into his set. And I was like, I don't, this, the show isn't even sold out. I don't do that. I'm done. And he's like, I'm probably going to leave the tour. And just what? walked off. Yeah, it was all over the news. It was huge. Wow. And so, your sister was there. Yeah, my sister was there. And then uh, Blink played. So anyways, when I was there, I went to the a different show in the same area. I don't want to give it a word. Well, she went to one in Virginia. I went to one in Maryland because if they do look at the news, yeah, it's going to say it was in Virginia. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I guess I'm not being too secretive. Right. Anyway, so I went to the one in Maryland and uh, Lil Wayne came out and it was... 95% white people at this concert. It was a huge venue. Huge. It was at uh, Meriwether Post. Oh, yeah. Huge. Thousand, yeah. Thousands of people. Yeah. 95% of them were white. You know, it, there to go see Blink-182. Blink-182, that's right. Yeah. And uh, 
So it was me. I was the only guy sitting down through the whole little Wayne part. <laughs> and then the guy next to me was also like this white dude who was there to see Blink, like totally, you know, his 30s. He just sat down next to me and he was with his girlfriend. And she was like, aren't you going to stand up and dance? And he was like, I don't do that. Not to like, no, I'm going to dance a little. I don't know. I don't know any of his songs. Right. She was like, fine. And I looked at him like, dude, I'm sitting here with you, man. I'm like, we're in this together. (laughs) So we we were the only two people sitting there. And it was embarrassing. Everyone, Everyone was drinking. Yeah. But seeing, I don't know how many, 2,000 drunk white people try to dance to Lil Wayne yeah. in front of me <laughs> all around. It was very embarrassing. Does I'm, he have good music? No. Oh, okay. I don't like his music. Yeah. So he, the so concert he, where he came out and so that, yeah. it wasn't full, was that before yours or after? Yeah, that was before. So he stayed on the tour, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Did he say anything? No. Because no. it was packed. Yeah. So. One bad night. Yeah. Lil Wayne Diva. Yeah. But anyways, Blink-182 was really good in those. It was just, I felt embarrassed on behalf of white people. Yeah. Um, well, you don't have to feel embarrassed about that. Yeah. I mean, everybody knows we can't I just dance. sat there and read stuff, articles on my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I looked like such a nerd. <laughs> anyways, so that's why, that's a long way to say that's why we didn't have yeah. a show that came out on Monday. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that was cool. And yeah. I was happy you got to go. Yeah, it was good. That yeah, was cool. So, anyways, I was hoping you'd get backstage to talk to Tom DeLong, but then you told me he's not. He hasn't been not, in the band for like four the... years. <laughs> Tells you how much I, I'm. Although up they on did them. play through their, it was the 20th anniversary of uh, their album Enema of the State. Yeah, that came out in 1999. Gosh, man, which is crazy. Sound, feels like yesterday. Like yeah, five they, years ago it came out. Or something. Yeah, but they have this song called Aliens Exist, and it's all about a song that. Yeah. Obviously, Tom wrote it. Yeah. And they had all these blow-up uh, aliens where they threw out in the crowd. So, it was kind of cool. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Did they get just, just annihilated? No, people were keeping them and, like, dancing with them. It was really cool. <laughs> That'd be fun. Yeah. So, it was a really fun show. <clears throat> cool, man. Anyways. So, yeah. Back to Secret Societies. So, yeah, we're back. And, and this is episode number 49 on Secret Societies. Yeah. And we are... Um, so what I was saying is on the intro a few weeks ago, we started with just the intro to secret societies and we kind of outlined a little bit of what, what we were trying to do. And we specifically honed in on the first real secret society, which were the assassins. Mm -hmm. And that, that led into the next one, which were the Knights, the Templar Knights. The Knights Templar. Knights Templar. Yeah. Sorry. I always get it backwards. (laughs) And, um, and they were really, um, very well connected, you know, um, you know, the Knights Templar, uh, it it appears that through the writings and the ways that they did their secret um, initiations and things, that they really pulled from the assassins. And, yeah. and then there was the one guy that went and actually was a disciple of... Uh, of uh, the Old Man in the Mountain. The Old Man in the Mountain, yeah, which was the guy who started the assassins. So, but the one tonight that we're going to talk on, it, um, it, come, it, it doesn't have... A strong connection that way other than initiations techniques and rights i was gonna say we don't even know i was gonna say this one this one's really weird yeah because uh it may exist (laughs) it may have existed well we know it did exist because people claimed it like they were claimed they were part of it at least sort of yeah 
It's weird. So we're talking, just so people know, about the Rosicrucians, which, um, so just right out of the bat, like from the get-go, there is no, like, the, the origins of them are not known. Yeah. So they don't, but they don't know really, like, when they started, how they started necessarily. So, um, but everything I've found about them, and I'm sure there's more information, but it, there isn't a ton of information, but I'll just read right real quick out of, um, out of the history of secret societies, a book that I have for re- for research and reference. And it just says, you weren't a, supposed to give away the names of the books that we're using. Oh, I'm sorry. So that people wouldn't, would actually listen to the podcast and not re- read them on their own and not listen to the podcast. Well, I'm going to go back and edit and beep it out. <laughs> yeah, do that. <laughs> <laughs> so anyways, the book that I'm using for research, uh, it says no authentic document has ever been seen by an imp- impartial observer to show that the Rosicrucian order of the, of the antiquity, which is usually claimed for it, its very, its very elusiveness is, however, part of the charm because it seems people want to believe and have since its existence was announced, always wanted to believe that there was such a thing. And, uh, and so they basically say that uh, there wasn't any real hard evidence from like a, a an origin or a starting point or an individual that ridiculously started it until <laughs> yeah until you get to the year of 1597 mm-hmm. and it, it says that in 1597 we find the first traces of the Rose Cross Brotherhood during that year certain alchemists said. A, a certain alchemist is said to have traveled through certain parts of Europe seeking uh, to found a society which they uh, should carry out alchemical researches. And uh, so there was an individual who, in 1597, and he basically put together a constitution um, for the uh, for the, this weird, you know, sect that was kind of he was trying to start. Um, it says, uh, wow, my dog, it's amazing. I don't know if you can hear that in the background. They can't. They can't hear it, but my dog's barking. The things we have to worry about when you do a podcast. <laughs> Just go. <laughs> little, is, little is known about his success, uh, but eight years later was published a book which gives the Rosicurian constitution. And it was, however, in 1614 at Castle that the general reformation of the world appeared. This work, and that's the name of the, the actual constitution. It says, this work included a tract called the Varna Fratamitias, uh, which purported to give the history of the founding of the order. So they have these, um, they have this constitution that they put together, that this guy put together. It was a group of alchemists. Now, I want to stop for a second there because alchemy is very, um, is one of the things with, with Rosicrucian that's, that threads its way through for a lot of it. And one of the things about the Rosicrucians is they were always kind of these kind hearted, I, I want to call it um, secret society. So for instance, one of the tenets that they kept were, were that they had to blend in with the culture. So one of the orders was that they had to like wear the clothing of the people that they were a part of, or they lived around. Um, and one of the things about them was that they would never people that were part of the Rosicrucians would never actually say that they were part like they wouldn't go out like the knights right temp, like the knights for the knights temple or would wear like 
the red sash. Their colors, yeah. and they would go, and they're like, yo, we're these badass dudes. You know, like, <laughs> you know, yeah. we're going to, and then we're going <clears> to <throat> trample on crosses and rape all the women. <laughs> right, <laughs> which stuff. is what they did. Yeah. Um, yeah, so these guys wouldn't do any of that, and they're very pious and, and they, they, aesthetic, and, you know. They, uh, they, want, they, had, they wanted to use alchemy for healing. Yeah. So they were trying to, like, use alchemy for healing. So if, those of you that don't know what alchemy is, alchemy was, uh, it came out of ancient uh, Greco-Roman post-Egypt, but it came out of Egypt, but it was Greco-Roman era. And it was this process where they were originally trying to purify metals. In particular, they were really trying to figure out how to make gold um, synthetically. Yeah, I was going to say, I have this really good... Uh thing i'm going to re- read about because it breaks down the kinds of stuff that you're talking about yeah um so let me just read this it, sure. it'll tie in it says uh, in dealing with the question of magic it is necessary to realize that although the, to the world in general the word is synonymous with necromancy it does not bear the significance in the language of occultism which is what we're going to get into with the rosicrucians the, yeah. the occultism uh particularly the, the occultism occultism of the 16th and 17th century magic at this date was a term employed to cover many branches of investigation which is english rosicrucian guy named robert flood classified under various headings of which the first three are as follows so this is kind of breaking down the thing it says the natural magic which is the most occult and secret department of physics by which the mystical properties of natural substances are extracted so they extract the yeah. mathematical magic, which enables adepts in the art to construct marvelous machines by means of geometrical knowledge. While, and this is the uh, kind of the thing that one of the things I did, uh, venefic magic, which is familiar with potions, filtries, and various preparations of poisons. So that was the stuff, but the, the alchemy is the first one. Yeah. And it and, evolved into that. Yeah. Is what you're saying. Yeah. And so they, one of the things that they wanted to do is they wanted to have healing ministries, if you will, where they would like heal people yeah, of so, ailments. And so stuff. like, for example, it's the, the third one that they talked about and that yeah. thing was healing people and using these potions and stuff like that. Yeah. So it's like magic, magic and potions, I guess, like which, which is brew. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, so going back to their origins a little bit. So one of the stories that they talk about in the in the ref the great the general reformation of the world, which is the constitution that they made in in the sixteen fort in sixteen fourteen that was discovered, they say that in thirteen seventy eight there was yeah. a, a young man who was part of a monastery, to he he was basically going to become a monk and he was a German young man by the name of Christian Rosenkreuz. Rosenkreuz is where we get Rosicrucian. Yeah. So that's kind of where the name evolved out of this, according to this constitution. Mm-hmm. And it, they said that uh, one of the monks wanted to take him to Israel. And so uh, when they were on their way uh, to the Holy Land, the monk died. And the young boy named Christian, was he was alone, and he was only 16 years of old. And so then he journeyed to this place called Damkar, which we don't even know if it actually exists. It was someplace in Arabia. And there's a lot of... Um, there's a lot of uh, speculation that it wouldn't even have been possible because Christians couldn't travel through these areas safely. Yeah. Being 16. Yeah. And having the monk attire, even being young, he probably would have been, you know, murdered. Well, I mean, just being Germanic, he's going to be yeah, white. Right. And, you know, 
not he would stick out pretty yeah stick out pretty and well 13 this is 1378 1380 yeah. this is going to be right when things are heating up between you know islam and yeah and the catholics and all and so uh but they say that he visited this this place called damkar and um and that these holy men kind of took him in and they when he was traveling through arabia and uh he studied in he ended up studying in egypt at a place called fez <clears throat> and then after he finished all his schooling there then he went back to europe into spain and they didn't really want what he brought back because he what he brought back was not catholicism he brought back this weird what what we'll call rosicrucianism yeah you know this occultic weird and why here's the thing like i just realized this isn't it interesting that the uh knights templar and the assassins both came out of islam yeah and then now you have this rosicrucian where he spent time in arabia with all these islamic yeah and i was gonna say as we get more into the rosicrucians the, the weird thing so even though he went and studied um you know with these I don't know, what would we say, mystics or yeah. Eastern, you know, these Middle Eastern mystics and uh, all these guys doing, you know, the occultic. Uh, well, this dude, Rosicrucian, Christian Rosicrucian, was extremely mystical guy. Yeah. Uh, like yeah magic yeah. and. Yeah, yeah, but what I was going to say is this is the only one. Well, it, it's weird because he came back and he brought all that with him, but he also tried to marry it with Christianity. Yeah. So that's this really weird Rosicrucianism that it, it it's veiled like over yeah. it. He kind of drapes Christianity over it. Yeah. Yeah. And so again, this is getting back to the whole thing with uh like Gnosticism or that idea of the hidden truth or something like that. Um like I I heard they they're talking about one of the the secrets of Rosicrucianism and they're tying it in with the uh um, this is a good example, right? So apparently there's this myth of the Sphinx, right? Yeah. So it was this creature, and anyone that passed by her, she would ask them this riddle, and if they, <laughs> and if they didn't answer it correctly, she would eat them and then kill them. And if they did answer it correctly, then she would be destroyed. Wow. So that's the, that's the the history of the Sphinx, and then so what's the deal with her head being like her nose falling off? Uh, dude, that's getting into some other stuff. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got yeah, some yeah, ideas yeah. on that. Um, <clears throat> but anyway, so the, the the legend goes that this Greek, you know, Stoic, I think who it was, came by. She asked him a question that had to do with life and death or something like that. And uh, the answer is uh, he, he gave her the correct answer. Oh. And she died. And then that was like this whole myth. But to tie this in, so that his, basically his answer about the, the question of death and all this stuff that's what it had to do with life or death yeah and uh so it's ironic that you know if you didn't answer correctly she would kill you right so his answer was uh that you don't really you don't die so there is no answer to life because it just continues there's no end to it wow and basically it's just another progression so when you die it would be not a uh stopping of one thing and starting of another it would just be a new, you would be changing into a new cycle or a new... Just crossing a threshold into a new room almost like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's just another room of the thing. Yeah. And 
So then what these Rosicrucians, so that's one of these secrets is yeah. that this eternal life. So you get the, so now you hear, so, you know, if you were to say, oh, well, that, isn't that in the Bible? You're like, yeah, it is. Well, you know, that idea of eternal life, eternal yeah. life. So but here's the secret about it. Right. So they would do all this stuff because, yeah, the, I was going to say. deeper knowledge. So, yeah. So that's what they would say. Like, you're just slipping in from one thing to another and blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's not because we would believe that your soul, your soul doesn't die. So right. technically, you don't. Well, you we, know, we're eternal. Right. So, so you see, yeah. that, so that's just an example of how they would take a concept and put this mystical spin on it. And because, you know, they're saying in eternal truth, because there is only objective truth, right? There's absolute truth. There's absolute truth. Right. right. So you take an absolute truth and then you t- touch, put your spin on it yeah. to add more into it. Um, well, it's age old thing in the garden right yeah exactly like we talked about this on the spiritual warfare what it was satan you know our episode on spiritual warfare we're like what was satan's tactic he's like did god really say and then he would repeat back but not all of the truth just part right. of the truth yeah um so yeah they were really mystical and uh they wanted to veil it in this because obviously that was the predominant cultural and in germany yeah well he goes back so he goes to he goes from from Arabia to Spain. Then from Spain, they kick him out because they didn't like him. And then he ends up in back in Germany. And it says, uh, he made many disciples in Germany, having formulated great wisdom. I love this. This is funny. Which he had received, which he had received into a system, which was to save mankind. So mm-hmm. he had created a salvation cult, basically. And he died at the age of 150 years. Mm-hmm. Not because he had to, it is noted but because he wanted to, which seems a good enough reason. Yeah. <laughs> I think that was kind of funny. So this guy goes down to Arabia as a young boy. He gets taken in by these weird mystics in Arabia. And, and uh, you know, who knows? You know, honestly, like if the story is true about this guy, Christian, maybe he maybe it, he felt like that's the only way that he could survive if, if he were, were to table his Catholic, you know, education and learning. Mm-hmm. And then jump into their thing to survive. You know, maybe it was like a survival thing. And then he just slowly believed it, you yeah. know. And then he goes back to Spain and gets kicked out. And you got to think at the same time this is going on, supposedly, because uh, the Rosa Cruz, they call them the, the Rosie Crosses. Yeah. That I saw was saying it. I think that's actually, I've, I only took nine years of German. So yeah. my German's a little bad. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> Only nine years? Yeah. But I mean, his last name pretty sure and any of our listeners in germany could probably correct me i didn't look it up but uh rosenkreutz means rose cross rose cross yeah so that's the knights templar so you got to think that he probably that's where they started to get influenced, influenced by the by that because oh. if you say yeah. oh no we're templars and then they would get the the protection granted to them by people just assuming yeah. so the prestige and and the fear people yeah so if anyone caught that they would just you know know what it was and not really say anything yeah but at the same time they wouldn't go around saying that they were yeah so this this guy christian's most the thing that he that they he was like trying to embed and kind of create it it just says here that it says the objective of the organization was to restore the supposed lost secret of science particularly in medicine yeah so that's where the alchemy comes in and where that whole weird, but then they had all this mystical, 
you know, esoteric beliefs that were blended. It's like, you know, this is the crazy thing. How, man, how coy in, is, like, how brilliant. Yeah. I hate to even say this. How brilliant is Satan? Because he takes the truth and he just twists it just enough. Mm-hmm. And then he adds things to it so that it's a, it's like a bait. Like, oh, here's truth, here's truth. But but it's really a hook that's not going to bring you to, to, to real truth. Yeah. The, the final truth. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it just seems like that's what they do with this stuff. Well, yeah, I think I had said last time that uh, I heard it put that uh, only God can create new, you know, as a creator. Yeah. And Satan's not a creator. No. But he can twist. So that's really all. Imitate. It, and That's all yeah. his tricks are is, you know. It's funny, too. Jesus is called the lion of the tribe of Judah, right? And, yeah. And it says that Satan roams around like a roaring lion. Right. Right. You know, yeah, like, not like, as a right, but like yeah, yeah. But uh, so, do you, let's talk a little bit about initiations and things like that. Or do you do you have anything? Like I don't that? have anything. Oh, like you that. don't have anything. Okay, so I got a little bit. Um, basically, the requirements of the members were not difficult. Um, they were to cure sick without a fee, hmm. and they were to wear clothes of the land in which they were living. We just talked about that. They were to blend in with the culture. And they were to attend one meeting of the order of, of each year. So um, they were to go to a meeting, like an annual <laughs> order of the yeah. Rosicrucian meeting. And then it says that they also were to choose a successor when when they were on their deathbed. Mm-hmm. So they had to probably have some disciple yeah. ready to carry on their you know little thing. One of the things that, that I read, too, that they did is... So alchemy, the roots of it were, were trying to really... Uh, change metal into gold and mm-hmm. so they would like experiment with all these different um like valuable jewels and things like that yeah and one of the things that they would do is they would use these valuable jewels to get into circles of wealthy people and then they would try and serve them by healing them and making you know uh, a name for themselves to get in those circles yeah to have really prestige and influence yeah and um so it was almost like uh, like wealthy elites would have a Rosicrucian around as sort of like a doctor. Do, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And so that was kind of their little niche that they were affiliated with. Like if you ever watched Game of Thrones, like did you watch Game of Thrones at all? Yeah. So they always had like the king always had like um, what they were called a um, – it wasn't a doctor, but it was like a doctor. What they call? Him? Do you remember what they called him? No. The guy that went down to the big school and he and uh, he's the one, the one like chubby guy that killed the White Walker, the first person to kill a White Walker. The eunuch with no hair. He was one also. Okay. But the the school that the other guy that was up at the um, I don't, yeah yeah well there everyone that watched it is so mad at me right now <laughs> they're like did you really I did watch it but uh, anyways it's it's that type of thing where an elite and then you'd have this guy that could do magic and kind of weird stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's when you think about it, it's very clandestine. Like, yeah, because they're going there under one pretense to legitimately. Um, and one would think from reading stuff written about them. Yeah. Like you said that they, I almost want to say like we were talking before that it, it, they seem like uh, if you picture new age people like in my head, cause I was listening to some other stuff about more specific of some of this guy that claimed to be a Rosicrucian um, 
in the early 20th century is really weird because it turns out that they, the Rosicrucian order started, uh, it's called like Mount Ecclesia Ooh. in California. <laughs> really? Is this Rosicrucian Ecclesia? Place? Yeah. That means the church. Yeah. Oh, Mount so, of the church. Yeah. So they started this. So anyways, but listening to uh, when he was going into like the secrets and all that stuff, uh, supposedly that uh, I just kept picturing like these hippies, you know, uh, but at the same time, you know, like the modern day hippies where they're talking about, you know, like all is one and like Brahman, all these weird, like amalgamations of Eastern and Western uh, stuff. And like, I, I have a lot of friends that are hippies. And so I just always <laughs> picture them because they're like, you know, just do some Reiki, or, you know, like some healing <laughs> or like take this crystal. It gives out these energies. Yeah. And uh, at the same time, so I pictured those guys, but like very clean cut. Yeah. And like, it's very smart. So, but it, it, what like, I was trying to say is, no, I, I'm it, seemed, with you, it totally. seems like they probably had good intentions at some point because they legitimately, if you believe the, you know, it, taking all this into account, if you believe yeah. it, that they were doing it to legitimately help people, yeah. but at the same time to get in with this. That's why they were secret and no one knew about them. Yeah. You know, uh, that'd be like, you know, someone being an advisor to the president right. or something like yeah, that. Like getting a spiritual into advisor. His, yeah. yeah. But at the same time, he's, uh, you know, probably giving him, maybe he's giving him good advice. And at the same time, he's part of this other secret organization that he's, you know, manipulating and trying to position himself in order to get around all these other important people. Yeah. So. Well, you could probably avoid taxes, and you probably, you yeah. probably, they'd probably, if you, if you healed one of his family member, elite's family members, they'd probably not pay you, but give you a house to live in, right? Or food, you know. Yeah. By the way, the Game of Thrones doctor was called a meister. Okay. That's what they were called. Remember, and he had to go the chubby guy that I don't remember. Oh, you don't. There, there was like a chubby guy that went down and became a meister, and he came back and was able to actually heal people. Gotcha. He healed one of the main characters of the skin disease. Okay. So anyways, um, anyways, yeah. So, and you know, we could do a whole episode on game, on game of Thrones. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm serious. Like parallels of things that were literally drew from like things in that are real life, like weird things. Like yeah. these Meisters were probably like Rosicrucians yeah, or like the magicians in, you know, in Pharaoh's court back in Egypt. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Which makes sense. Alchemy came out of Egypt, right? Post Egyptian, but Roma, Greco Roman. Yeah. Era. But I, I was going to say at the same time, uh, what's really interesting, because if you look back, if you just do a Google search for something like who are Rosicrucians, who were the Rosicrucians or notable members of the Rosicrucians? Yeah. They have all sorts of people like they claim are because I think uh, I'm pretty sure Leonardo da Vinci was. No, it was Isaac Newton. He wrote a lot about alchemy. Yeah. Like he wrote a lot of stuff. So they would say he was probably a Rosicrucian or they attribute. I've heard that a lot. Yeah. That he was attributed to it. I've heard Francis Bacon because at the same really? time. Yeah. 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 So well, the 1700s and the 1800s, um, alchemy was sort of like modern medicine was emerging. Right. But alchemy was like. Still there. Yeah. And now I'm, I'm believe it or not, I'm hearing of an, a resurgence of alchemy. <laughs> Can you believe that? Yeah, I, I heard of this. Okay. I just, just as a, a total aside, I just stumbled upon this yesterday. Yeah. 
this is great. When you're talking about natural remedies, yeah. Apparently, <laughs> I don't even know if I want to hear this. Okay, no, it's it's totally safe for work. It's okay. Apparently, there is some guy that's part of some church or something like that out in I want to say out west somewhere in like Oregon or something like that. He claims he's part of a church, and they claim that drinking bleach is like this the best natural remedy for like everything they're like <laughs> yeah you can like put it in your eyes and it'll what? like clear your eyesight yeah it'll clear your eyes all right yeah but there's it, it all this stuff so apparently that's a real thing because there's all these legitimate news agencies saying don't don't drink, drink bleach don't shoot bleach into like they're talking gosh. this guy is, is from this pastor or something some oh. crazy he says he's christian it, it's a cult it's a cult Straight yeah up. but he was doing all these youtube videos on like how to make your own bleach and all this stuff and uh but he was talking about he's like yeah we put them in our cows and like we shoot you know shoot it up and they have you know amazing skin and the meat's so much better so i was just gonna say that's what i thought of when you see a resurgence (laughs) of this alternate uh healing stuff yeah who knows man but i was gonna say don't drink bleach (laughs) (laughs) don't don't eat tide pods and don't drink bleach yeah right (laughs) Yeah, um, and you know, alchemy. Like I thought when I first, because I didn't really know much about it till I started reading a little bit more yeah. about it here, and I still know don't know a whole ton about it. Yeah, but um, I thought it was like pre chemistry or something like that, because alchemy, chemistry. Yeah. I thought it would have some kind of connection there, and maybe in some weird, distant, distant way, it does because it was prehistoric. You know, well, or it's using substances, so you can see how one would probably transition to the other. Yeah, one's more scientific, though. Right. You would well, I mean, if you look at Isaac Newton's writings about, like he was, like, the way I heard it described once, and this is just mind blowing when you think of this guy, that his, like. When he would figure out, like, gravity, yeah, he was like, okay, that's cool, but I'm still trying to figure out how to turn stuff into gold. You know, like, he was, like... <laughs> Stumbling across really all these genuine good crazy stuff. Crazy <laughs> science stuff, but he was really all about alchemy. Yeah. So, like, he... So it, there, it just captured him, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, if you could think of how cool it would be if you'd be able to make gold, you would never need to work again. Your job would be to make gold. Yeah. <laughs> I'd never tell anybody. I would never tell. It's like the goose with the golden eggs, right? Yeah. Like you would never tell anybody. Yeah. Or a money tree, right? It's all fantasy. Yeah. There is no way. Um, well, Jesus could. Well, he, Jesus, <laughs> Jesus, yeah. <laughs> See that fish? Boom. Gold. Gold. <laughs> well, he did have the fish that spit coins out of its mouth. Yeah. There you go. He was alchemy master. <laughs> all right. So uh, some of the weird things about him we can talk about a little bit. Um, yeah, go ahead. Like you, you were, you didn't know much about the initiation process or anything, but I do have a little bit of information about like what it might have looked like in an actual initiation moment. Yeah. Um, really weird. Like they say that the room for initiation was carpeted in green, hmm. and um, and these things all matter. They're all occultic sim- yeah. symbol symbology or whatever you want to call it symbolism, and uh, on it were a number of objects. A gold or a globe of glass, so a globe of glass, stood on a pedestal with seven steps. It was divided into two parts, symbolizing light and darkness. So there you go. This is a big thing, and and a lot of our listeners don't realize this. Like when you see the black and white checkerboard, which is famous in Freemasonry, Mm -hmm. when you see 
the Baphomet with the as above, so below. And it's this whole uh, dualism, dualism, light and dark. And, and even in Eastern mysticism, when you have the yin yang, mm-hmm. one's black, one's white, the, the symbol. But they complete the, each other. Yeah. yeah, as a circle. There is this whole understanding in the occult realm of this uh, black and white. How you need to have darkness and light, and darkness is just as necessary as light, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas those of us that are on the light, you know, like in the Bible, so I'm going to just point this out, that the Bible says in John chapter 1 that Jesus is the light of life and the light of men. He's the light of the world, the true light, you mm-hmm. know? And light was the first thing that God created, yeah. right? And um, But... The, in the occult world, they're, they're like, okay, that's great, but you still need to have darkness. Yeah. And it's just very weird how they embrace that dark side of things. Mm-hmm. And um, so this is just a nod to that, that there's the seven steps, seven steps. Mm-hmm. So as you're ascending in knowledge, secret knowledge, um, you're yeah. ascending in your, you know, and what did Satan say? I will be, I will ascend to God. He, there's literally seven mountains yeah, that he talks about that Satan. I will he the the I will statements. Mm-hmm. So all of these things, like whether they know it or not, they're literally they're veiled deceptions of of satanic things. Um, so uh, light and dark, and then three candelabras were placed in the form of a triangle. Mm. <laughs> all you need is an eye in the middle, yeah. right? Um, so we know about the triangle. Nine glasses indicated a male and female uh, properties, uh, the the quintessence of other and other things, and then uh, a brazier, and a <laughs> and a and uh, a circle and a napkin completed the ritualistic items. Um, so and you had to have like remember how we were talking about like on the deathbed they had to pick a disciple or hand it off successor yeah so they have somebody that's a sponsor for this initiation process as well and there's like this ritualistic cleansing that happens um hmm. sounds a, like yeah Islam. <laughs> yeah that too so you have to go through a door you have to knock on a door and go through a door so you pass through a threshold hmm. you're you they pull out a sword and you have to put your hand like three fingers on the sword like this is a cult some you know the three fingers of um that you always see in cult and um and when i talk about the baphomet how it has the three fingers yeah one holding up and one pointing down on one hand as below above so below and then it has um it says it also they have a sword a pen um they also have sealing a wax for sealing and um, two red cords red cords now this is really interesting red cords are symbolic of sacrifice Typically, um, and um, here's an interesting thing. In the scriptures, in the Bible, there's a couple instances. One, um, like a scarlet cord. When you get to Joshua, the book of Joshua, when he's with Rahab, and Rahab is a prostitute, and she hides the spies when they're hiding, when they're, you know, Joshua's told to take over the city of Jericho. Yeah. And he goes in, they scout it out, and he says to her, you know, hey, hold this tie this scarlet cord out your window because her house was actually on the wall of Jericho. And he said, when we invade, when the walls break down, you'll be spared and whoever's with you and your family, if they're in the house with you. And so like just that story alone is such a, it's such imagery of Christ, right? Cause you have the red cord, 
representing the blood of Christ, salvation. If you're in it, you're saved. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's like this whole pointing to Joshua's name actually in the Greek. What his Jesus name is Joshua in the Greek. Yeah, translated. Yeshua. Yeah, right? Yeshua. Yeah. Yeah. So you have the, the, even the same name, right? Right. But um, but here you have red cords. It's symbolic of sacrifice. It's symbolic of giving over something and finding something new. Yeah. You know, and then um, and then it says they uh, the once they go through all these things, it uh, listen to this. It says the candle. Uh, it says now the the candidate was asked whether he was still strongly of a mind to become a student of true wisdom. If he answered that he was, he surrendered his hat and his sword and paid his fee of three gold pieces. Mm-hmm. Gold pieces, right? What was Jesus betrayed for? Thirty gold, thir- thirty pieces of silver. Yeah. You know, so like three, the number three. There's you know coins involved. Yeah, yeah. He don't have to reach hard, right? right? And it says, and then his hands were bound with a red cord and placed around his neck. Now, the other thing I want to point out, this is really interesting. Uh, recently, there's been a, you know, over the past probably, I want to say in the last year or so, there's been these weird, oh, yeah, the yeah, weird yeah. suicides with like, in particular, I think of Chester Beddington and I think of the, the guy from Soundgarden, Chris Cornell. Yeah. So when, and then also, um, Anthony Bourdain's girlfriend who died, um, from this particular method as well. I didn't know about that. Uh, I'm pretty sure that was her that died. I might be wrong. Well, no, there is that. She is Kate Spade. Is that her name? No, no, that's it's separate. She wasn't. They were, All right. right. So Kate Spade died, right? Yes. And then Anthony Bourdain. And then, okay. So they were just in around the same time. Frame, yeah, I yeah, guess. Yeah. Okay. I got confused. Sorry. She died. And one of the, one of the, the things that were common with all they hung themselves on a doorknob mm-hmm. with a red with a red scarf or a red like rope or whatever yeah. and it just freaks me out to think about it because they're sending a message mm-hmm. and they think that it's because they were about to tip off these illuminati pedophile rings and all this <laughs> stuff you know yeah like they really do no i know I was you just, laugh but i mean no, i was cringing at using illuminati like that well I, I know, I know, I know. Well, here's why. Uh, here's well, just that phraseology. It, it is, yeah. It's such a such a general statement anymore. Yeah. But um, with Kate in particular, like one of the things, like one of her last photo shoots, she was like in a kitchen with a black and white checkerboard floor, yeah, yeah. which is the black and white we were just talking about yeah. that. And um, and so there was some real interesting things surrounding those. And I really believe that all of these things are tied into yeah, absolutely stuff that we're seeing now. We just don't realize it. Mm-hmm. And you have to pay attention. And it's not like, like, you know, <laughs> some people think that when you start getting into these things that, um, your, your, um, you get a little crazy Yeah. because it's hard for them to see it. But when you really authentically and pray through and pay attention as you're reading. Yeah. You, you do need to have discernment. Yeah. A hundred percent. You need to ask for it. Ask for if yeah, if you're getting into all this stuff, yeah, pray for discernment. Yeah, and in particular, if you are not a Christian, but you have interest in all of these the secret knowledge and wisdom, and you and you have a spiritual intrigue about yourself and interest, my advice to you is research the claims of Christ first and yeah. why you would need those, because that is ultimately the truth, and then measure that against these things. 
because there's only one truth as you were saying a few minutes ago like there's only one truth so like let's find that yeah and let's anchor our our whole belief and life on that because once you are grounded in that everything else like you can see everything else because you're there's no there's nothing hidden with christianity again as we keep repeating there's no hidden right. stuff to Christianity. It's right there. So it's really easy. It's literally in a book. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, you can look it up. Um, there's so many people. It, it's, you know, it, it. it's not hard to find. You know, I'm just thinking of like the uh, the assassins, the, what is it, the Ishmaelis or whatever. Yeah. The, um, that was the thing, you know, like their initiation rites were uh, – you're learning more secrets, you're learning more secrets, you're learning more secrets, and then you find out, oh yeah, all that other stuff, that's BS that we just taught you, right. and there is no truth. Yeah. And now, it, and then you go further, and it's like, yeah, what we just said before, that's not even true. And then you go further, and like, that stuff we just told you again, when you just denounce all the other stuff, this is actually the truth. And so, I was going to say, if you're interested in all of that kind of stuff, is you don't really know, so if you're like anchoring in the teachings of well say free, i don't know say freemasonry freemasonry okay right, just yeah. if you're going with the esoteric teachings that come from freemasonry because you know that every that the stuff that you know is already hidden that you you would have to assume that there's other stuff that might contradict what you already know within that own it, um belief system. belief system yeah exactly so you can't even measure anything you know using that as a jumping off point yeah. because there's more to what you know, what, yeah. what you should know on like on your side. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like an un an unchanging anchoring starting point. Right. Exactly. That and, won't move. And everything else, but just by the nature of it being hidden, that there's always going to be more hidden. Yeah. Ness yeah. Of it. And trust me, there's a lot of mystery to being a Christian. I mean, they actually mention that in the Bible. Like Paul mentioned specifically the mystery of the cross, the mystery of God's love, the mystery of the gospel, mm -hmm. you know. So there's like real things that but, unfold over time as we grow in the Lord, but it doesn't change the initial f like standard facts. Yeah, but I was going to say like even when I'm thinking about like the uh, – so there's this uh, – to kind of bring it back to this temporary – I, I, I'll, I'll make the point, but – this is a kind of a roundabout way of saying it. Yeah. So there's recently this bill. They're going to, um, they overturned capital punishment, I think, because they're going to kill. I saw uh, that. Yeah. They're going to make it legal to execute these five child murderers by the state. So the re- And elderly too. They, 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 like if they killed el elderly. Oh, okay. Yeah. Or handicapped. Yeah. yeah. Elderly handicapped. But I know children. it was these five in particular that were all child murderers. Right. Yeah. And so it brought up this thing of, uh, you know, it's capital punishment. Maybe we'll do an episode on that. That'll be interesting. Yeah. You know, this, that, blah, 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 you know, with the Christian answer. And uh, so it made me think because, A, I don't, <laughs> part of me is like, I don't want to give the government all this power and stuff. And at the same time, you know, say someone, so this is an example of a, a Christian mystery, if you will. So I can look at someone that's a convicted pedophile child murderer who's going to die in prison right yeah like he's got a life sentence he's going to die in prison he did something that in my mind i can never i could never you know that that person is dead to me i don't want them in society 
those people do not reform. Like if you look at the statistics, yeah, the the recidivism rate is not good. Yeah, you know, or they they likely do not change. Um, so I'd look at that and I'm like, it, you know, it's so much cheaper just put a bullet in their head. You know what I mean? Save the <laughs> save my tax dollars. You know, like I I yeah. can't. I that's my immediate instinct. Castrate yeah. these guys. You know, yeah. Do just end them. And yeah. people would say. Yeah, but, you know, they can always be free. So this is the mystery, as I would say, God's love as a Christian is I don't understand how God can still love a sinner. You know what I mean? Yeah. Someone it's, as bad as that, you know, there, we would have to say that somehow, you know, they're still made in the image of God, not condoning anything. I just stated what my views are, and I could never fathom how— that Christ, you know, like I can't fathom that Christ's blood would really, you know, that's something I would struggle with. Like, it's like, does Christ's blood really cover that? But at the same time, <laughs> that's what he said. So that's right. like, I would say a Christian mystery. So that's, that's what I would say is well put. That's well, a, well that's put. a Christian that. mystery that we may not grasp how it all works, how God can love that much. Yeah. But that doesn't change the fact that we know what he said, you know what I mean? Right. And that's why we have a mystery with it because we can't reconcile our brains with him. Right. We, our love will never be at the yeah. same level as his. So that's, that's, right. that's the kind of mystery I just want to say that we're talking about, but it's not that God hid some portion of right, his right. love. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. wasn't saying that there's like levels of, no, 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 I know, you know, but yeah. And you're right. It's the created looking at the creator. Right. You're never going to be able to match it. Understand, understand yeah. what he said. Of, you know, yeah. you're yeah. always going to be less than that. Right. But, so I'm sorry. I just wanted to use that roundabout way of But um, it's really cool explaining. Though, because that example you gave is like this whole initiation process that they do with these Rosicrucians. Yeah. At the end, they basically draw a circle and they say these words, these special words. And then he basically says to them that you have... He says, your spirit must gain rule over your body. You have found grace. Arise and be free. And then he leads them into the circle. The circle is represented representing the uh, eternity, mm-hmm. you know, without beginning, without end, right. right? So all of these things symbolically kind of in, in someone who's innocent and ignorant would say, well, if it's talking about eternity and that's what, that's what it's about anyways, then how is that wrong? Yeah. It's not the eternity. It's just like everything else that the enemy that Satan does when he when he creates his own version of the truth. Mm-hmm. So he has light and darkness. So he has, you know, um, his gospel of way of being saved that isn't come through the blood of Christ, but different a different type yeah. of sacrifice. All of these other things, you know, and um, it's all imagery, but it doesn't deliver. It can't deliver that process, that initiation process. That this Rosicrucian does. Yeah, it doesn't bring them into eternal life. It doesn't bring a person into eternal life, and that's the thing. That's that's why. So it, it goes on too. By the way, um, this, the, this this process. It's like four pages in this book, yeah. and like they have columns that they talk about. Columns and columns are represented in a lot of Illuminati and Freemasonry imagery and stairways. Stairways. So they have these step processes. Stairways are, you know, they're into enlightenment. Right. And the illuminated ones, you know, we were talking about Illuminati, and, and it just really talks about the illuminated ones. These are the ones who have re- reached a level of wisdom and 
and perfection in mankind that has surpassed what God could be. Right. Because you have to do something in order to get it. Yeah. And to get to that process and, and it's all veiled, but you will never, that's the thing is that a created thing will never be greater than his master, his creator. A created thing will never be greater than the one that created it. And we can't be greater than the the thing that we were created to be. Right. You know what I mean? Like we can't add to ourselves. Right. We can't. So it's like, um, so, you know, anyways, the, the Rosicrucian, even though they wanted to help people and the rosy cross and it had imagery of, you know, Christianity and all, it's outright satanic luciferian cult yeah (laughs) in origin and roots it will never lead a person to eternal life it will only lead them away from it and i get icky reading this stuff sometimes researching i don't know if you do have you have you felt i've and you know we've been talking about experiencing weird spiritual warfare (laughs) maybe this is why because we're actually tapping into some of these things that have really deep roots Mm -hmm. and have been around in the world existing in different you know, revelations and different appearances for since Genesis, you know, chapter six, really, mm-hmm. since Babylon. Yeah. That's what I think. Yeah, no, I would agree. Because, I mean, a lot of the stuff that uh, the stuff that I read, which is why we, we decided instead of both reading the same stuff, we'd read opposite stuff. Which so I that, love that. Yeah, it's cool. so it's good so that we can bring different aspects to the table. So that's why, unlike being literally on the same page <laughs> in the, the last two we yeah. figured we'd switch it up a little bit yeah um, but the stuff that i read about a lot of this stuff it keeps going back to the babylonian really mystery religion yeah i mean it's that's what it keeps saying this esoteric uh what they would say is this jewish old mysticism that took um you know which kind of makes sense now i mean if you think about it that they were in babylon and as a way to maybe try to trick the the Jews at the time, they take some of Judaism yeah. and they try to marry it with this Babylonian stuff, which is weird because then they also bring in stuff from Greeks or, you know, like right. as it keeps going and they keep adding and adding and adding all to the stuff. It's just polluting. Right. But, yeah. it, it, but it's that in that same vein. So I think it's interesting now if they were doing that back with Judaism, that now they're trying to do it again with Christianity. So it's always this, uh, the evil, the same stuff that they were doing back then. Yeah. Back in the Babylonian. Ironically, a a Jewish person would look at Christianity and say they did. The same thing. Yeah, Yeah. they did do that. And we would say that we, you know, we as Christians, we say that Jesus is the fulfillment of the Messiah, um, that he fulfilled all the requirements of Messiah. So, he was the completion of Judaism, right? You know, the really fulfillment of it. Um, their Messiah that they're looking for, he is it. Yeah. Um, and I was going to say, I don't mean that by any discouragement of Judaism. No, not at That's all. That's why I, I don't. Well, I, I mean, Christianity I mean, doesn't exist without it. Right. Like we have, we owe, and Paul even said that. Yeah. We owe everything to our Jewish ancestors in the sense, not I'm not Jewish, but our Jewish ancestors in the sense of. The, ancestors the, of the faith the sons of abraham yeah. yeah the true sons of abraham that believed god yeah you know and were accredited as righteous yeah i was gonna say we're actually gonna have some 
Orthodox Jews on the show. So it'll at some be, point, yeah, yeah. So cool. we're, we're not uh, we're not saying that. I no, mean not that at in all. Any derogatory way. Well, I don't look. We we say a lot of critical things about Muslims and yeah. Islam here, but I have friends that are in Islamic faith. I, I just don't agree with it. Yeah, and, and now. <laughs> how people disagree with the other people it varies right yeah um, and so i gotta be careful but at the same time I, I basically would say in the greatest love of all you know hey explore the truth yeah explore what i believe i've well looked into the quran i understand i was gonna say yeah challenge us if i keep saying muhammad was a pedophile <laughs> go and look into and i'm I say that because it's in the life you know the hadith it's in the the stuff of what he says challenge me yeah go, go try to prove me wrong please yeah, right um please prove me wrong and but. it has nothing to do with like an arrogant like we're right it has everything to do with like if this is right if this is right and true what we believe in christ yeah then we want everyone to know it yeah <laughs> like yeah why wouldn't i want you to know this like yeah. if i really care about you as a friend like yeah. this is important stuff for you and you know that's up to you what to do with it yeah i can't make you Right. Yeah. If you're elect, then you'll just you'll. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Anyways. Yeah. So, the Rosicrucians they yeah. have a cool name, but man. Yeah, and I was gonna say that just the the whole weird thing about again why there's so much, you know, we didn't we couldn't just read this happened then he went here like you know very detailed and this is who he's fr- his friends with and this is who that and this is that it's because it's all. Like he said, the earliest writing was 300 years, so it, they said, of how it came to be. Yeah. So they're talking about the past, and it's all this fa- fantastical stuff. So it, it's it's just really weird. Rosicrucian, it's just really weird. It is, yeah. And and they found, like, oh, yeah. I was going to say, although I... So here, this other thing, when I was looking into a little bit of their teachings... um they actually do have this belief that I was going to say for the end, cause it was kind of fun Yeah, that they actually believe that in a very universalist way, which isn't surprising um, because they're not Christian. <laughs> so they, you know, would have this stuff and that goes more towards new age. Like what I was saying with the hippies, but they basically believe that these angels that came down and to each relig- oh. to each, <laughs> I know you're going to, this totally falls in with like a bit like or as soon as I say after it, it's going to be like, well, yeah, that's because this is. <laughs> so uh, apparently part of this ancient teaching is that these specific angels with knowledge went to specific places, right? Geographic. And they gave versions of uh, religion to each individual. Uh, so they, so they gave, uh, Confucianism, uh, Confu- wow, I can't talk. Yeah. It's been a long day. Confucius, Confucianism. Confucianism. Conf- oh my God. You're Confu- Buddhism. Buddhism. Okay, right. They gave Buddhism over there, you know, to yeah. the East Asians <laughs> and they gave, uh, you know, Islam over here and they gave the Native Americans this, you know, different. Peyote. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, so basically they believe that all these angels came to different geographic locations and gave different versions of religion that all have a seed of truth. Right. Um, But it was basically tailored to that individual. So that's where universalism kind of 
Because they say it's all truth. Yeah. So they would say it's, you know, like the elephant and the blind guys. Oh, you know, he's feeling the ears. So he's like, oh, it's really soft. And the other guy's feeling like, you know, the, the foot. The foot. And he's yeah. like, no, it's really rough. And, yeah. you know, all the stream, you know, many streams lead to the same ocean yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. So that's, it was just really interesting that they actually believe that. It, well, if they did, which is what this Rosicrucian guy that set up that place in California was claiming. Yeah. Um, well, that's the thing is like all these little sects and society, like Rosicrucian societies and weird sects of it started yeah. to pop up through the right. through the centuries. But I was going to say it's it's interesting if that actually was a teaching that they that these different angels came down and gave different religions to different people. Yeah, it sounds like those were uh, bad angels, fallen angels yeah, that were right. o- that were given right. dominion over specific geographic geographical <laughs> locations, which and they Ephesians tricked these people. That's right. Yeah, Ephesians six, so, principalities, powers, and high places. Yeah, so it know. all goes back to the Bible. So I heard that and I was like. Right there. There you go. Right. We already, God already <laughs> busted them out. Yeah. And you talking about the mystery Babylon uh, uh, earlier Yeah, in revelation, it literally calls it out by name Yeah, when he destroys it. The murder, the mystery Babylon, he says it's going to be over. So I love that. But yeah. man, dude, this has been pretty cool. Yeah. Like, um, this one was a little different than the Knights and the Assassins, yeah. but, uh, we're moving now. We're already up into like the 1800s now. Um, we went from, cause it really started in the first earliest parts of Rosicrucianism started in 13s, but that they know of yeah. 1360 or whatever. And now that by the time it's, they're historically, you know, kind of fading out. It's in the, it's in the 1800s. Yeah. So, so there, I guess, uh, the next one we'll tackle. Don't even say it. I don't, don't even, even want, I don't even want to say it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll figure, we'll figure one out. We will. We will. But dude, it's been fun. Yeah, man. This is cool. It's fun. Yeah. Well, listener, thank you so much for sticking it out. But before you leave, we just want to uh, ask you to do us a favor. And if you have not rated and reviewed us on iTunes, it helps us to overcome the technocratic evil algorithms that hold us back. And we love to hear your reviews because it makes us feel good and our egos are stroked. (laughs) Uh, And I was going to say the other thing is uh, send us... Well, you run, uh, you do all the social media stuff. Yeah. Um, so send, well, I'll, say, I'll still say send us yeah. um, ideas because if there's something that not, and I don't want to say this so that people think that we don't have ideas of what to do because we got tons of ideas yeah. for episodes, but specifically like if you, like the Bigfoot one that we had a lot of fun with yeah. was a listener requested that we're like, yeah, that, that would be fun to do. So if you do have any ideas feel free to send them to us because yeah. it's always nice to... I was, I was telling you earlier, like, when I get stuck into thinking about secret societies, all I think about is secret societies. Right. And all I'm reading about are right. secret societies. Right. And so sometimes I forget about, like, you know... The other so stuff. So we're like, <laughs> what do we want to do for the next whatever? I'm like, let's just bang out secret society, you know, and then yeah. we can do this one and we can do that one. So if you want to hear... Something else, man. Just tell us. Yeah, we'd love it. And you can reach us at, at AOWcast on Twitter. And you can reach us on Instagram at uh, All Out War Podcast. Yeah. And you can also re- find us on YouTube. Um, most people <laughs> don't know, but we're on YouTube. Um, all of these audio podcasts go to, straight to YouTube as we upload them as well. Uh, there's no visuals, um, so you don't get to see Rosie's amazing beard, but you will. <laughs> 
get the audio. So if you're one of those YouTube per people that kind of put turns on YouTube in the background, you, you can find us at All Out War Podcast as well. So we're on different platforms. Reach out to us, DM us, let us know what's going on. If you slide have, into our DMs, slide into our DMs. Yeah, uh, and, yeah. So just send us suggestions if you want us to hear. Yeah, do something. And as always, we thank you for listening. Yeah, man. We love you. We'll catch you next time on All Out War. Bye. Stay frosty, warriors. Stay hydrated. Stay hydrated. <laughs>